Today I'm joined by Sara Al-Sinani, who is the founder and managing director of Atelier Sara Al-Sinani, an establishment that aims to raise awareness about mood disorders and how to defeat them through art. She has a Master of Arts in Cultural Communication and Tourism. Sara has outlined what she calls her seven pearls of happiness. They are the seven things that make her happy. Art and music, humanitarian acts, cultural tourism, cognitive behavioral therapy, cultural communication and research, kitchen therapy and equine assisted therapy. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sarah. If you tell us a little bit about the um, Atelier and where you are with that at the moment and how are things going? So the Atelier, I started with it uh, in 2016. The uh, one of the uh, I was going through one of my depression episodes, um, and I was thinking, how can I get myself out of it? So I did. I started with the atelier because um, I was doing my master's degree back then, and one of my professors um, he really uh, saw saw that I was struggling. So he asked me to, you know, list down the things that used to make me happy when I was a child. And this is what I did. And from there, I start, it all started. That sounds very interesting, you know, that link that you've made um, with your studies and then also linked to the childhood as well, which I think um, affects a lot of us, you know, as individuals. Um, from a female perspective, um, what, why do you think mental health is important in our global society? Uh, mental health to me is as important as any other health uh, uh, issues. Uh, and, you know, if the body, the, the mind, everything in our uh, lives depends on our brains, so if my, my brain, for example, is not functioning well and I am being affected by mood disorders, then everything, like everything else will, will, uh, will surely get affected as well. So I think or I believe that everything starts from the brain, from you know, the safety and the health of the, your mental well-being. And then other things coming. Absolutely, and thank you so much for sharing that insight. I completely agree with that. You know, it's also a holistic process where the, the mind is so important. You know, it's sort of as individuals, it regulates us um, day to day from the short term to long term. What have been your experiences um, in regards to mental health? Uh, um okay it started i think with anxiety um it all started i guess when my mother traveled like when i was almost nine years old she went to germany for uh, medication because uh, she was diagnosed with cancer and i guess uh, this is where uh, it all started 
I didn't know back then it was anxiety and I always wondered what was wrong with me. Um, and then I grew older and um, I was in and out, in and out, you know, anxiety and depression. Um, until I uh, I was officially diagnosed with it. Uh, but I'm like, I really wanted to know what was going on. And I really wanted to to uh, have solutions. Like, I know I'm going to live with it. But uh, the only difference is how am I going to live with it? Thank you so much for having the courage to share that, Sarah. And I think by sharing your experiences, you know, um, you give hope to other people as well who have experienced perhaps similar circumstances and they just need to see that it's it's okay. It's okay to show our vulnerability. Um, and, you know, I really salute your courage um, and bravery in that. And in sort of, you know, with the work that you're doing to sort of, really work towards uh, making a positive difference in this field. So one thing I wanted to say is sometimes people salute me for my bravery about talking, you know, and showing my vulnerability. But the truth is I consider this a strength. Um, and I don't, you know, see that it is a problem. Maybe it is a struggle, yes, but it depends on your strengths, on your uh, resiliency, uh, on your uh, desire. So, yeah, a woman can be vulnerable, uh, a man can be as well, uh, but it all depends on how, you know, we create our limits. Thank you. That's a very powerful testimony, you know sort of advocating that to take charge, that we can take charge. And it's not about the things that are happening around us, but also within us having that strength. And you're absolutely right. You know, um, oftentimes what is seen uh, as a weakness or a vulnerability is is a strength. You know, one of the people that I kind of really look up to is Helen Keller. And despite all her challenges that she went through, gosh, she has been a force of strength in all that she achieved um and 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 you're absolutely right you know this is something that affects both men and women um and as simply just us being humans um how do you think stigma against mental health can be tackled um first of all uh we need to start from ourselves uh because if I, for example, say that, yes, I am living with uh, anxiety and depression and I am a very successful woman, uh, I'm a very successful mother, I'm a very successful daughter, um, then I'm showing the world that it's not really a problem and a stigma should be erased. Um, so I, I always believe that we have to start from ourselves and show a good example, be a good example of what we uh, want to tell the world. Absolutely. Um, and it's doable. And I think by actually showing it in practice, it makes such a difference, you know, um, where people have these labels sort of, well, she can't do this because she has anxiety. She can't do that, you know. And it's it's a case of, no, 
that you can. And even if we look through history, even if we look at um, so many different uh, people that have achieved a lot, whether they've been known for it or whether they haven't been known for it, they've had struggles you know if we consider from Vincent van Gogh I'm actually reading about him currently to Leonardo da, uh, da Vinci to even Princess Diana you know and the various struggles that she uh, she went through um, to even from an interfaith perspective you know when we, you look at the religious scriptures and you know um, where there is talk about hope and sort of you know coming out from the darkness into the light for instance this is something that is um, very common to all humans across cultures, across globally. Um, so I think it's really wonderful that you, you're, you're sort of advocating that, yes, you can be a successful mother, you can be uh, a successful professional, you can be a successful, you know, in, in what your dreams and hopes and aspirations and ambitions are. I think that's really wonderful. Um, so we're just going to touch back to you, Atelier, and going to go into a little bit more detail. So tell us a little bit more about the work that you're doing to remove uh, barriers and to provide support regarding mental health. So what I do through uh, the atelier is um, I teach people, or let's say, I, I wouldn't say I teach, um, I just navigate people to find their own way to live with uh, their, like their mood disorder, whether it's anxiety or depression or whatever it is. So I do this by using the, um, you know, the uh, mosaic-making rules, the ancient mosaic-making rules, um, as I'm trying to <laughs> find the words. So, okay, uh, so um, I use the Roman mosaic-making rules as coping strategies, okay? So we do mosaic art, but we also use the rules of making this amazing art to kind of, um, I would say, tame your mood disorder, okay? Um, we do other kind of arts, which is uh, expressive art. So like writing, drawing, painting, um, play making, like uh, any art that maybe you, you feel like you want it to be your way of express uh, expression a way of expressing your feelings but for me because i am specialized in the mosaic so i used it i used it first on myself and then i i, sh I started sharing it with others and uh, i get a very good you know like comments and uh, insights about it and i hope it grows uh, more and more that's really lovely you know it's almost a very intimate thing where you're sort of experimenting and sort of engaging with it yourself and also I love that that word that you use you're navigating you know you're helping people navigate and it's such a gentle guiding force um, and it makes such a difference and really nice to see you know that mosaic is quite an ancient um sort of art um, practice and there's quite a lot of like uh, history behind it so really really lovely that you're sort of incorporating it and it, it's something that everybody can do 
you know, everybody can get engaged to make a mosaic and uh, create their unique piece of artwork. And it's so lovely that you're sort of providing um, this space, uh, this sort of outlet um, for people to sort of explore that. And interestingly, that you're focusing on the specific um, sort of mental well-being, which is mood disorders. And I think this is something that is um, quite common, but again, not so much discussed. So I think by sort of focusing on that, you're really kind of bringing that to the fore. Um, so I just want to ask, um, what does the future hold for you and the Atelier? So, <laughs> okay, I don't think about what the future is holding for me because I think we create our future. Um, so no matter what is it is holding for me, um, I can add, you know, my own way of creating it. Um, this is, yeah, this is what I think. That's really lovely. You know, I, it reminds me of the quote, if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Yes. Um, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute um, privilege to interview you.